bruce willis was dead the whole time there were two killers luke that's your daddy the robot did it snake was a good guy he really wasn't cheating they was in purgatory the whole time what everybody dies verbal kent is kaiser so safe they killed old yellow oh my god everybody in this tyler perry movie got aids spoiled movie reviews hey welcome to another episode of spoiled movie reviews on the blackout tips premium podcast network i'm your host rod joined as always by my co-host karen that's right i'm back y'all it's not a solo review guys first time karen's been on a movie review since a hot minute terminator dark fate which was over a month ago (laughs) you missed me uh i've been watching a lot of movies by myself guys and we will get to your comments on the movies that uh for dark fate and the movies that i saw for myself you guys had a lot to say about those reviews uh and uh, we welcome all of the commentary we do of course this review show is for people who've seen the movie don't ever plan on seeing the movie or just don't care about spoilers because we do spoil the movie and today's movie is no exception it is jumanji the next level the sequel to jumanji the film from like two years ago Mm -hmm. um the we'll talk about what we like about the movie what we didn't like it will score from zero to five uh and you know then we'll get into your comments all of that stuff um but first things first let's talk about the trailers we saw before the movie uh we walked in a little late um which is my bad but we got we made it there on you know i think we got to see most of the trailers if not all we did uh we saw eight trailers in total uh we've seen some before already uh dr doolittle with robert downey jr mm-hmm. uh i don't know to be honest it looks i mean i, I don't know it looks I'm, beautiful yeah but i was never a huge dr doolittle fan or whatever so it's kind of not like for me like i didn't even watch i don't even think i watched but maybe the first eddie murphy one if that oh, okay i i love those when i was younger I've, i think yeah i've seen them multiple times the eddie murphy ones okay all right so i guess he has big shoes to fill yeah uh being you know but it looks like they're trying to take it more serious more epic yeah type of adventure yeah it's gonna be different and it's gonna be the ones but it's like is this nigga aiming for oscar because you know i'm looking like oh y'all oh it's gonna be a tearjerker like he gonna be talking to he gonna be in he gonna be interacting with them animals like like it's gonna be this is the best movie ever yeah so i sound like you're in for it i'm considering it yes uh number two was no time to die it's the latest james bond and i believe the final daniel craig james bond movie um i mean i'm in obviously come on james bond yeah um i just hope it's more like uh the first couple he did like even casino royale uh then uh the, the latter ones them yeah, just got boring because some of them i didn't like the mm-hmm. ones they tried to get super cerebral and like let's right. revisit his childhood mm-hmm. and all this shit didn't give a fuck uh number three was the newly revamped sonic the hedgehog trailer they went and uh beat the animators or hopefully paid them a lot of money to make the movie look better make after the they sonic, had already done it <laughs> make the sonic uh cgi look more like sonic from the video game right um and, and, and like, it, mm-hmm. i'm about to say and, and, and less like the porn 
the porn yes the sonic that they did you know people were joking about how that sonic looked like because you know how people do fictional uh drawings and things mm-hmm. like that and that character looked more like uh uh the uh uh character when people do porn okay well um what do draw porn i'm sorry um, okay what'd you think about the um the uh new remix uh sonic trailer i it don't matter to me i won't be going to see it uh it's probably gonna make us money but i won't be going to see it i don't think it's i don't think it's any way it makes us money um and uh i also think that it won't um like it's like the internet made them go back and change it because of the reaction to the trailer but at the same time it's like they probably wasted their money because you're right they're probably spending more money you might as well put out put out your fresh product because odds are if people people reacted that way they're not going to support the movie yeah it comes out on valentine's day so you know uh i just can't picture myself seeing it maybe if i heard great reviews but i, I honestly can't believe Mm. i can't believe that same uh number four was in the heights it's a musical lynn manuel miranda it like it talks about washington heights and uh uh latinx people and and people and immigration it like it t- tackles some pretty serious stuff in it um it had uh, my man played dr dre and um mm-hmm. uh niggas singing it went from 24 to singing right so um i'm not a big musical person um i, I like i only saw la la land because it was up for all the oscars and we got a screener uh if we get a screener yeah. for it i might watch it we'll, but we'll probably get a screener i don't know it's coming out so early in the year i don't know like those are normally the ones they don't send screeners for but if we do i'll watch it at home probably but i can't see myself going to uh you know to watch me then i know some people that love musicals and love hamilton and just love him are like hey i'm going to see because i seen some people get really really excited and i'm glad but i'm like you that that's that don't look like that's my cup of tea yeah so um but i bet musical people are gonna fucking love it yes you know? yes yeah, sound like they were on the internet peter rabbit 2 the sequel didn't see one i'm good yeah i'm not gonna see it uh ghostbusters afterlife um i it's bittersweet for me because right um i i like paul rudd um it looked the trailer was actually kind of boring because they have they don't show you anything Mm-mm. and they want to do this whole thing of like nostalgia like you gotta watch like the the ecto one car and they, it didn't make it like that shit was wheeling around like it was fast and furious car through a cornfield and shit and they were going through town shooting up stuff it like clearly they're trying to relaunch the franchise as if the last movie didn't even happen right um and i actually did like the last movie i got i wasn't I joking too. i didn't say that to be some Mm-mm. social justice warrior i was looking forward to the sequel yeah i you know my heart of hearts i believe it was a lot of like pressure like peer pressure and online like bullying and campaigning mm-hmm. to make to like kind of make it so you couldn't say you liked it right but um i don't know i actually really liked it and watching them reboot this as if the last one didn't happen and this is gonna be the real one you know i want to be unbiased but i honestly do have some feelings about it and that's like when i see it i'm just already kind of folding my arms up like you know like like i'm not i don't want to give this one a chance because it feels like the film y'all made for all those fucking angry ass white alt-right people and guess what they that weren't gonna see it they weren't gonna see that other movie and they're not gonna see this one I, right they're not going to go see it the niggas complained got solo and didn't go see that shit 
uh they had a trailer for onward which is that disney pixar like what if magical creatures existed but then like time went on and they had you know airplanes and shit like that uh they give the plot details i think we talked about this trailer before um i i don't know it's it's one of those things where i'm not sure i don't think it necessarily looks good but it is disney pixar and i have never seen a bad disney pixar movie that i can think of off the top of my head now i have missed a few i didn't see frozen or frozen 2 me either so maybe you know i've heard those are good but mm-hmm. i i'll just i don't know man like this one just kind of is like paint by the numbers mm-hmm. this kind of feels like what jl Coven is always afraid of that disney would get the pixar studio and start cranking out shit that they didn't need and you know toy story 4 didn't feel that way and um you know some of the other things they revisited didn't feel that way i I loved um 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 what's what's the joint with uh the mexican people what the fuck was the name of that i love that movie i got the shirt with the dog on it um i know you're talking about what they did with death yeah i love that movie but um holy shit i can't remember yeah but but like so there's movies where i really fucking like i haven't watched i still don't feel like i've watched a bad pixar movie i think I've, even coco. A, coco yes even a bad mama coco uh i feel like even a bad pixar movie is like a four out of five because it takes you back to being a kid and shit like that but yeah man this onward joint man i feel like they either holding back in this trailer and don't want to like give too much of the movie away right or it's just not it just don't got that that it but we'll find out i i all that to say i'm not sure if i'm gonna see it or not karen i'm probably not gonna see it okay and the last one was the spongebob movie sponge on the run which is uh these last two trailers are in 3d um but uh i mean i haven't seen the spongebob i think it's had movies before it has so i haven't seen them before or if i have i just don't remember because i'm not a huge spongebob person like uh like a lot of people are um but uh you know i could be talked into seeing it i if i don't go see this in the movie i know i will see it at some period of time because you know like everything else they're gonna take it they're gonna put it on plastic across nickelodeon they still come on new episodes of spongebob and i watched them so for me i was like oh okay this is gonna be adorable yeah you know it's interesting because also he like i think the creator of spongebob passed he did a few months ago yes yeah and it makes i wonder if this was in the works all that time and stuff right. and how much he approves of uh you know all that kind of stuff it's always weird when someone passes and you know their property continues to exist without them you know mm-hmm. um and it's not like stan lee where he was just super old all this time so we kind of knew you know right but um i don't know man that like there i'll say this much none of these trailers to me looked bad like mm-hmm. all of them looked really glossy mm-hmm. really well done i don't like it was more like if i'm not gonna watch something it's more like i'm just not into this genre right as much uh because i think when you do jumanji and you have trailers before some of his action movies some of his series some of his you know oriented yeah right. so i thought all the trailers looked good like the heights looked like man if i was in the musicals this would be my shit the, that'd be you know, my jam the, the the all the kids trailers you know spongebob and uh onward were like oh yeah if i was a kid you know i'd be into this so yeah because i didn't even i think i was the only one i was laughing at spongebob trailer uh all right let's get into jumanji jumanji um <laughs> uh, 
that's my impression uh and give our review uh jumanji the next level in jumanji the next level the gang is back but the game has changed as they return to rescue one of their own the players will have break to brave parts unknown from and the deserts uh for i guess from the arid deserts to the snowy mountains to escape the world's most dangerous game jumanji uh directed by jake kasdan stars Dwayne the rock johnson jack black uh kevin hart um um uh who else uh uh oh aquafina was in it danny devito um danny glover uh nick jonas returns um like i mean just had everybody in it um so uh let's go ahead and get into it karen give me something you liked about this film i loved the interaction well well everybody knows me i love the interaction between uh the rock and kevin hart and i really loved the interaction with them playing two old men it was fucking hilarious they stole the show yeah uh for me personally uh that was definitely one of the things i've always enjoyed i watched the rocket Kevin hard do anything same but this one felt different because they got to do do different characters right um and i'll piggyback on yours and add that to my positive everybody got to be different characters they yeah. found a way when they had that magical water where you touch it and you uh switch um mm-hmm. And of course, we spoil the movie, guys. Danny Glover turns into a horse at the end and flies away. Yeah, he don't come back. He dies. Yeah, he's sick in real life, and he doesn't want to. He wants to die in the video game as a horse and not in his body. Um, but yeah, so which made me go, okay, so is the sequel gonna be the murder mystery of this disappearing black man that went to these people's house and never came back? But okay, it's just never came back. It's just a video game. They got bigger things to worry about, guys. The end. Jumanji world comes into our world. Yes. So spoilers all over the place. For real. But yeah, uh, I love them getting to play each like different characters, and they could not have casted this better with some iconic people because Danny Glover's an iconic person, and that's what you really need. When I kept thinking about the idea of people say we should reboot Face Off, they should do Face Off again, and I'm like okay but then who do you cast because you need iconic actors that kind of play the same person no matter who they playing right or they have good mannerisms you can imitate and danny glover and um kevin hart like that impression was so good so spot on it was so good that i it really felt like at the end they switched it to the horse because nobody else could do that danny glover like kevin hart right and then um the rock was a beast as danny devito Wouldn't oh my though? god like and the jokes were they had old people jokes they had yeah. color jokes it was but hilarious so, but it was just so uh like i feel like while kevin hart is like as a comedian it felt like he kind of stole the show as danny glover like every line was something funny mm-hmm. and the way that he kept having these long-winded stories and stuff yes but the rock had so many moments where i was like that's like daddy devito jumped in his spirit it was yes you, you can know. tell that they studied them to actually mimic them really well yeah it was it was so good and so um and then of course jack black like 
that, like he had to i think jack black and then um the woman who played uh i think they, is it melody they played like three different characters didn't they yeah, yes yeah uh the woman who plays martha karen gillen they both had the hardest jobs because they had to be the black dude and the black dude in this movie is not stereotype black mm-hmm. so the only thing that's really different about his character is that he cusses a little bit more um and that's that's true through both movies but yes. they they really emphasize it this one like, what the hell man you know like they do that kind of thing with him and uh they both did a good job of being him which i think it was the hardest one to do and without and without making it racist right you know they, he wasn't saying the n-word or grabbing his dick or using like extra types of slang and shit like that like it was just it was just literally trying to be that actor and imitate his mannerisms and i actually applaud them for that because it's uh most a lot of times when movies do stuff like this around race they always go too far and you end up being like oh that that's a shame that they had them like i'm about to drink me a 40 now i'm saying or whatever it's like that's not even a good impression of that dude yeah and and i think the thing that really uh made me laugh like i said the rock he literally him and kevin hart stole the show but i but you're right the rock really stole the show because it was one of those things where you'd be like, oh my gosh, I could actually, it's like you've seen the spirit of Danny DeVito through him, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where it was just fucking hilarious. Yeah, what else? Also, something else that made me laugh, the non-playable characters were fucking hilarious. And the reason why they was hilarious is because the Rock and Cameron Hart playing them old men didn't know what was going on. And so when the non-playable characters interacted with them, they was like huh what who what's happening what's going on we're in the video game and uh they actually made it hilarious yeah the not just the non-playable characters but daddy devito and um and oh well i mean this honestly kevin hart and the rock playing old men that didn't know was just so fun like compared to the first one where the rock was the nerd that knew and the black dude was his friend that that was kevin hart and he was just mad he was small like the story arcs that they went through because this movie is kind of complicated when you think about writing it because mm-hmm. you're really writing story arcs for characters that aren't in that aren't really there correct like sure it's the rock but the rock actually isn't learning anything kevin hart is actually learning anything and when they added this new element which is one of my positives the ability to switch in the game to other characters yes so you get more fun with the acting exercise of them doing impressions of each other but also writing wise that now moves my character arc from the body of martha back to the body of um of jack black and then jack black later now my body's in my mind's in kevin hart's body it's but my story arc has to move through all three of those people carrying the story and that's like i know it's a funny movie and it's a comedy and it's silly but that's actually really difficult and actually really brilliant the way that they brought that all together yes and it was really really fun and uh oh, just your positive i'm sorry i think i said uh oh wait well go ahead go ahead you go go, go ahead uh, no, another positive is i i don't know why i guess i don't because i don't keep a track of shit i didn't know aquafina was in it so it was a surprise to see her mm-hmm. and she played her role and she had to play like two she got to be characters. she played danny devito and spencer mm-hmm. and she was really good as danny devito yes like she just took it on like aquafina's a really good actress mm-hmm. and you know i don't really go up for anybody like Mm-mm. like that or whatever but straight up like i've never joined the hate bandwagon for her and i know that you know um there's issues that people have with 
appropriation and all and these arguments they want to have about her i'm not participating in them because like i said it's i've talked about on the main show like i think black people want to have it all and not give up anything now and and all in american black people especially and i think it's really selfish and short-sighted because we interlope into other people's cultures and we don't expect to be chastised about it whether it's beyonce uh, in that bollywood video mm-hmm. uh she did with uh coldplay or whoever mm-hmm. or if even if it's just like all the shit that we do with kung fu and martial arts mm-hmm. movies wu-tang clan like we we violate quote unquote if you want to call it that we violate too so for me i'm not gonna waste no energy hating this woman other people can choose to do that but i have no issue with aquafina and i think she's a really good talented actress like she's very funny yes um and she and then this one she really did take on the role of danny devito and i was like yo she it's like she picked up the baton from the rock and then was boom danny devito and i was like she's doing a great fucking job mm-hmm. um and i did love all the jokes when they like they try to explain to him like you're mean so-and-so and he was he's like now who is like mean you're mean the so what you have skills you can pick locks i can't pick locks you know and like <laughs> Uh, she just picked up the torch right from the rock and kept it going and something else on a low another reason why i liked her is that when she instantly turned into him her body mannerisms yeah like like she actually started slumping like you could Mm -hmm. see little small things where yes Mm -hmm. that's how he would stand because you know with him being short and And stuff like that and i think also because they're around the same size it was different right you know like she could do it more than the rock even yes um but yeah i really did like her as well uh, another positive for me is the runtime. uh it was two hours and two minutes and honestly it just felt like it flew by like if anything feels long it's probably the first 10 minutes where they have to establish where everybody's relationships are before they go into the because they all you know they got to go in the machine mm-hmm. um but i actually thought the runtime was great and uh and and, and there's like one stinger tease and it's during the credits not after it's like 10 seconds into the credits you get the reveal that uh oh they accidentally let jumanji into the real world mm-hmm. it was her mama and the uh heat air man right and they let the they let them into the real world and then boom that's the end of the movie and you don't have to stay after the credits for anything uh what else not day mama but spencer's mama mm-hmm. I, I think about that one a minute i also um for me I actually loved uh the way that it put it like this. Something else I loved, I loved that um when they was finding out what their powers were, did they change according to the characters? Yeah, the whole game changed. That was dope. Right. Like now they was in the desert cuz I cuz I that was the thing when they said sequel, I'm like how you gonna make a sequel we saw the game like it's gonna be really repetitive because we seen them in the jungle doing all this shit and then they turned jumanji into a desert adventure and it's like oh okay so the game changed so we don't know what's coming next and you know they get over the gags right away like the hippopotamus gag is over right away and then you're right into the um the thick of things mm-hmm. um so yeah i thought that was cool um that was something else that i thought was really cool and now i'm drawing a blank um 
but uh yeah i like um oh it looks great we watched it in 3d mm-hmm. and i took my glasses off a couple times just to check and they really did make it 3d like i don't yeah, know that did. it was made for 3d I, but whatever the post-production shit they do mm-hmm. on it they yeah. made it enough to where you you need them glasses right and for a movie with a lot of action the ostrich sit chasing and mm-hmm. um you know the the some of the fights and all that stuff the 3d was really working overtime and uh totally worth it but it just looked like it just looked good uh what else excuse me no problem take your time pastor i I actually cared about uh danny devito and um danny glover's relationship like their friendship they actually made you care like Mm -hmm. it's one of those things because they spent time with them and stuff like that and so like they owned a restaurant well owned it owned a restaurant and uh it was just hilarious they're back and forth and i'm glad that they quote unquote made up with the rock and kevin hart you know mm-hmm. that was kind of their way of making up and uh it was actually funny at the end because danny devito actually end up uh getting up with this woman who actually owns their new place and he did that stare the smolder yeah the smolder because and what was hilarious was that when he was the rock then if it was rock he never did the smolder right so it right. was always doing everybody was like this is not the time for that what's what's happening and then kevin harper that look like you're having a stroke boy that's another thing i like too was it was funny yes like you know like in a, for a movie that had heart that is about like mending relationships uh dying and like mm-hmm. some serious kind of serious could be some bummer issues they actually kept it funny and lighthearted. and when it had heart it had heart and then when it was serious it was serious um so i like that as well um what what was there anything else i think that that was it that's it for me yeah if i can think of that other thing i'll try to come back to it but i there was one more thing that i I really like yeah yeah the action was good yeah the rock fighting that scene where where he was beating everybody up in town was cool oh and when they played the radio yes yes and the telenovela aspect with the the ex-flame who had her husband switchblade that came and killed the rock like uh it was pretty it was pretty fun man um so uh um and then i mean we could uh, individual performances i mean jack black did the thing again aquafina was great um the rock was great kevin hart was great um and if they do a sequel to this i'll watch that shit too mm-hmm. uh although yeah. it'd be interesting to see how they do a sequel like are they gonna bring them to the real world like it, it that looks would be like cool. they are with the because you heard the sound that you seen the ostriches running through the street right but then the people that play them what are they gonna do you know what i'm saying that's true like maybe they could do a reverse where they i don't know where maybe the the people that play them are doing the impressions but then now nah, well, you gotta have kevin hart and the rock on screen yeah all the time. And, and, and and it's gonna be uh interesting because the thing is they might have to go back into the game in order to save the real world this right, time yeah which would be really interesting and what's gonna happen is that they mama and the heat and air man gonna already be in there possibly yeah, yeah. so uh but yeah i, I kind of i can't wait to see what they do with that um uh all right let's get into the negatives or anything was you have a thing you dislike Mm-mm. okay i have a few things i like to bring up i'm not gonna say i necessarily dislike them but i feel like uh you know uh i would like to address these things mm-hmm. um the bad guy once again is kind of paint by numbers 
you know yeah. they're just a video game bad guy um he was played by the dude that played the hound in game of thrones i thought so i was like that i was thinking that looked like the hound i'm not really sure but i was like that looked like the hound so that was kind of you know like he was a cool looking bad guy but he, he didn't was. really have you know much effect on the story um there's some weird racial elements to the fact that like he stole the falcon's jewel from the the black and <laughs> the black and asian tribe of people that existed in the game that he killed and burned their village up so i don't know you know it's just I, that was weird that they chose that was where we the cast the negroes and <laughs> they were um, protecting it for years and it's not a movie that necessarily needed a whole lot of black people and shit i mean they had danny glover and the black dude that plays uh fridge and mm-hmm. then the rock um and kevin hart so it's not like they needed black people um they it was you know once again kind of christmasy area it was a little corny you know with the relationships and how they simply mended them and stuff the boyfriend you know went to the ones that the couple that was together at the end of the last one that was supposed to be like a match you know like they finally saw each other they go to college and they have a long distance relationship and he gets insecure again and stops he doesn't go see her in college and all this type of shit so they've been that pretty fat pretty quickly um i have no idea what karen gillen's age is but they have like a kiss between her and the rock and i was like okay like oh that feels like (laughs) i know this is the video game avatars kissing or whatever but it just feels like he could be her daddy i don't know (laughs) Uh she's of age well yeah i mean it's not porn i'm just saying it was a little weird that's all yeah because it's such a difference in age yeah yeah like he was born in like 1972 she was born in 1987 you know that's a pretty big difference you know what i'm saying so i don't know no shade to i'm sure a lot of people would love to kiss the rock so it's not you know i'm not Mm -mm. trying to make it weird but um then uh the last thing is they kind of snuck in a magical negro movie they kind of did y'all danny glover only shows up to make amends with danny devito and teaches danny devito to appreciate life and stop complaining about being old and then, and then danny glover goes off. on and dies goes off and dies that's kind of textbook magical negro <laughs> like i didn't think of it like that i don't get offended by yeah i don't get offended by magical negro the way other people do he literally grew um, wings it was like you got it <laughs> yeah like i'm not knocking people who get offended i've seen some offensive ass magical negroes in my time don't don't forget that mr church movie okay <laughs> I, I, like, like, I have my breaking point but yeah it, they slid it in a little smooth it was kind of a magical negro just he disappears from their lives right right and long enough to teach them a lesson and just go away no one looks after his family no one cares yeah, about and, his kids and like you said roger everybody else came back to the house that nigga was in the house too right but they didn't come back and be like oh my god he's dead when they, did he go right. back home they're gonna find his phone and uh grandpa about to catch a murder case because they're gonna be like now see you had beef with this man because he closed oh, the that, restaurant that's, that's right because he just they disappeared right we have his text to you uh he called he called several times uh we know his phone was in this area when he came by the house and blamed off the tower and if it wasn't for these ostriches attacking the real world ah, we would be on your ass your ass would be in trouble all right let's rate yeah. it from zero to five be- before oh. we uh, uh go one thing you made me think about when you was talking mm-hmm. something that i would like for them to do in the next one now since they have shown that they can actually bring in new characters mm-hmm. i want to see a black woman 
yes yeah now since you show that those four main characters don't got to be your main characters and you can actually have bring in other characters so i would i would like to see a black woman yeah let's get some problematic shit going okay guys Mm -hmm. i want to see because they also showed they could do the black dude without being racist Mm -hmm. so y'all should be able to do now i think that you know that there's a lot of uh landmines you could easily step on and fuck up that concept but i I say give it a try i want to see it me too i would like to see it in the words of monique um all right let's rate it from zero to five karen oh i give this a five out of five i had a ball which did you like better this one or the original that's what i was thinking about i think i like the original one better because it was kind of my first introduction to the world mm-hmm. but for a sequel it was really 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 good for a sequel you know know mm-hmm. what it's a 4.5 okay yeah it escapes the sequel curse for me as well um and i would give it um i'm gonna give it a 4.5 as well i i thought the first one was a five mm-hmm. I, if i can't remember but felt like a five i think we get uh, i think i gave it a five and this one is about as good as you can hope for a sequel right um you know maybe you know yeah maybe they both just get fives i guess i don't know they both was i was right. laughing like shit at both Me of too. them that's why i was um, like a five yeah know? and adding danny the both of the dannys was just a good touch um i don't know man this is good this is good as shit to me yeah I, i'm say five i know i keep flapping on my yeah, score y'all i'm gonna give them both five. fives all right let's get to your comments guys we have a lot of them and this may take a while uh we got four comments on terminator dark fate which is our 263rd movie review good god we've been reviewing yeah yeah and now that i do solo reviews it's gonna get longer classic r&b lover says hi rod and karen i like terminator dark fate but i didn't love it first it was too long they could have cut a smooth 20 minutes from the film i mean when arnold and the company left his house when they knew the new terminator was coming to uh did we need to see the new guy going there we already knew the house would be empty and he would be on the trail of our tale of our heroes second i too peeped that non-white people specifically black people do not fare well in this universe i mean our bodies have been sacrificed since terminator 2 when they killed olivia's daddy and the lieutenant from law and order yep third the biggest issue shit i think in terminator one they killed the police chief wasn't he black i don't know, no, I don't know. third the biggest issue i had with the film was as you and karen pointed out gabriel luna didn't work as a terminator i felt a threat from his abilities but not him which was not the case with arnold and robert patrick from terminator 2 right just as is the case with linda hamilton and sarah you need the right actor to convey the needed menace for the terminators yeah you gotta have that face yeah the other thing i didn't like about it was they um the director of this directed deadpool and he did all these uh interviews before and he was like kind of shitting on the other terminators and uh like i don't like you know me and i knew me and linda hamilton were gonna get along because she also hates the thumbs up scene in terminator 2 and i was like everybody loves that but okay cool and so then we go see this movie and i'm like nigga you didn't make nothing better than terminator 2 or 1 so Mm-mm. shut the fuck up and then he started doing other interviews like i'll never work with james cameron again it's too he's too control i'm like oh so you gonna criticism you gonna blame him because the movie didn't get the fucking like terminator 2 treatment get the fuck out of here right sailor agony says it sucks that i didn't like this movie more it pretty much it pretty much does most things right except for one glaring issue this franchise has had since 2 t2 ended in 1991 
it relies too heavily on the backs of the first two movies i get it dark fate is a success of the judgment day leaving the otherwise decent rise of the machines to two really really bad flicks in salvation salvation and genesis mm-hmm. they were terrible unfortunately it's pretty much a lot of too little too late here i honestly felt it was a bit too callback heavy for my taste i like linda hamilton mckenzie davis and natalia reyes and arnold schwarzenegger and gabriel luna here the set pieces are actually good as long as you can get over the shit ton of cgi yes so much cgi now uh it's even funny at times i just didn't care once it was over it could have been a great movie but it it was merely just a decent film in my opinion yeah you know what i i do agree with you i think that because the previous two was so bad and i think that's a lot a lot to do with why people's like i'm not going to see that shit y'all burnt us with the last two movies and they put this shit out people was like no like it was almost like a rejection of you burning people from the last two movies i think which one the this one or the one before not not this one but the the past two movies you literally showed the spoiler in the fucking previews you literally ruined the movie so it's like people's like y'all won't get me again yeah also i mean like we rated it at the end when we talked about like of the movies where did it rank and it was still like around terminator 3 for us it wasn't uh, it's not close to the first two anzi davis says hi rod and karen i was here for the motherfucking action i was happy that this movie made me forget the other trash terminator movies off to see harriet and lastly miss ct says hello the black Isle tips premium fam i just recently saw the first magnif Mal- maleficent within the last couple of months and i loved it so when i heard a new one was coming out i made it require viewing for my husband and i i loved it i know it's disney at its fi- at its disneyest but i really didn't have a problem with it it made our, it's made for kids and it felt like it but between angelina and michelle pfeiffer the movie is worth the watch the princess and the little boy are side characters as they should be and i love it as they should be it ain't called little fair princess it's called maleficent i'll watch it again when my daughter with surround sound and some popcorn speaking of my daughter we recently went out of town on an overnight trip to go visit a friend of mine and we needed to watch something kid friendly so i saw a wrinkle in time was on netflix so i watched it it was a beautiful story and even after listening to your spoiler review about it i was still interested to see the story play out on the screen my daughter loved it and that's all i really want out of disney some movies that i can watch and make memories with of with my daughter and family this was nobody's black panther nor should it have been or ever have been expected to be disney got all gets all my monies yeah that was really what people fucked up trying to be like and this is just that the fucking black man versus black woman wars that happened online so mm-hmm. much it was it was like well y'all got black panther first of all black panther got black men black women in it like it's not right that wasn't just a movie for men but okay it was heavily black women but it was like the the, the if ryan coogler gets your money then ava DuVernay better get it too and it's like y'all have already set the film up to fail then because y'all want to be mad so you already set this film up to be a film you can be mad about but not a but it doesn't even have to be good you just want to like that's the other thing too people are giving black panther money because they watch all them fucking marvel movies and they love the franchise and this is the next thing and then the movie actually did turn out to be great one of the better ones in that fucking uh franchise mm-hmm. and then you had black people that just wanted to see that representation so they went and saw it multiple times because it was so good right and all be- those things added up to the money it made and then to put all that pressure because even though you claim you're doing it out of goodness you're really doing it so you can fight online mm-hmm. you put all that pressure on wrinkle in time and when it doesn't make black panther money because it never it was, was going to no it was not then you can turn it into y'all don't like black or support black women when it's really just like not less people 
want to see this g-rated movie because it's just not it doesn't have all the factors black panther had going in that's it's that simple right it was a standalone yeah yeah i just think it's a mistake when people do that and then it makes a movie that made its money back seem like a failure because like it didn't make that motherfucking black panther money and i remember you talking to jail about that jail was like hey isn't the goal to make your money back and everybody like making your money back is a failure you're like no you 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 want to be sure you don't lose your money and it had a big budget it was like ava's first big budget film like that Mm -hmm. she made her money back anyway now would i like to see a princess of color on screen in the disney canon that's not retarded or in ancient times retarded what where did that come from is there anyway i don't don't know of course but i trust that disney will get there and not because they are so woke but because they want all of our money yeah i don't don't know what princes what black princes they had that uh you know was developmentally challenged i don't remember that movie Mm -mm. anyway thank you for the great content i just wanted to share that even your old reviews matter and definitely help me filter my entertainment and make some choices that i over otherwise would not make can't wait to hear from you all soon by the way rod your solo reviews are great they're entertaining even with me knowing that i likely skip out on the movies you're discussing don't hesitate to get behind the mic and spit some jokes okay that's long enough have a good one very respectfully ct thank you thank you and uh yeah man y'all's feedback on my um solo reviews has definitely made me go okay cool i'll keep doing these Mm -hmm. um so then uh so my guess is when i did when i did my spoiled movie review for jojo rabbit i probably responded to y'all's stuff for like harriet and when i did queen of slim i must have responded to jojo rabbit Mm -hmm. so i don't have as many of these as i thought i did i don't know why i thought yeah you did because i listened to them yeah okay cool cool um so i think there are some new ones though uh like queen like jojo rabbit has one new comment well two classic r&b lover okay yeah okay so i think i may have two for that because i put those okay cool cool and then harriet i don't think i have any new ones for okay cool all right it's cool so jojo rabbit i got one one or two new comments classic r&b lover says hello rod i hit you up on twitter after listening to your review and said you made me decide to go see jojo rabbit i just wanted to follow up and let you know i really enjoyed the film and i'm planning on seeking out more of mr watiti's films the way in which he brought both the horror and the tragic the unintentional humor of a world where hitler as an entity keeps being reproduced was masterful scarlett johansson reminded me that she can act and rebel wilson showed she can be more than the fat joke in the film unfortunately the truth of the truth of the actresses as people will likely keep a lot of people uh who will enjoy the film from going to see it yeah i know man it's look scarlett johansson she has made her bed and lied in it and you know and i'm one of those people that doesn't really think she's a good actress but i can't front i thought she did a good job in this film um but i'm also i don't have an agenda behind that or whatever i don't like i don't like it's not because of the shit she said i just didn't ever think she was a great actress i just thought she like was an attractive person ain't good enough you know what i mean right good enough like when i saw her as black widow good enough it's not like i was blown off the screen by Mm -hmm. you know um and 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 you know like and then other stuff i've seen her and i've just always been like eh but you know i also don't think jennifer lawrence has ever blown me away with as a portrayal of a character same uh i recommend that anyone who can separate the roles from the actors playing the role give jojo rabbit a chance yeah i try my best to not walk in the theater with that chip on my shoulder and if i do i just won't see the movie 
right like if i can't if i really can't get over like i just hate this actor or this actress then i'm not gonna see the movie but for the most most part i i, I really can't handle it i can get over that stuff i saw uh lena dunham in uh that that once upon a time in hollywood movie it had no issues with her you know like hey you're playing a character right now and i'm watching a movie i i know this isn't you right uh aman says hey y'all thanks for this review rod i was on the fence about seeing this film but after your review i really wanted to see it i love what they do in the shadows and taika definitely didn't disappoint with this movie we drove 45 minutes to the nearest theater that was showing it because they weren't showing it in our city which i don't understand why who knows maybe they were afraid of insulting nazis nah i think um the budget on this film was just a lot smaller and it didn't get the wide release as wide as like you know thor ragnarok and shit correct like this was one of those art house indie theater type limited theaters yeah Yeah. and the theater i went to they have 22 theaters uh movie screens in their their theater so so like that one basically just showed it because they show everything but i couldn't find it anywhere else like the only other place that had it in charlotte was the art house theaters ah right and if you're in a town where they got like 12 they're they're like we're not gonna put that movie in here for for nobody to come see it anyways this film rode the line of funny and serious really well like other listeners i had a difficult time laughing but not because i was worried about being inappropriate but because some of the things in the movie are things nazis really believed or at least made propaganda about when it came to jews blacks and other groups of people my husband was cracking up a lot and that eased my tension i mean it was funny but see that's the thing if you listen to our podcast you know we laugh at at inappropriate the stupid shit. not just inappropriate shit no i'm not saying that this wasn't like dark like i'm laughing because it's so wrong no i was laughing because sometimes shit is so stupid you have to laugh at it racism is very stupid bigotry yeah. is stupid and so i laugh at those things because it's so dumb like i'm not gonna spend my life you know in depressed over this shit Come you know on. there's a time to be serious but in a film that's a comedy that is about the absurdity of the brainwashing they put on these white kids in germany you know and how it broke down for this one kid and uh it was funny and also that other the kid that played his friend in there is gonna be um in disney plus the the reboot of home alone he's gonna play kevin so Mm. that and that kid stole the show he was so fucking funny can he get for best supporting because he was so good anyway all the actors did an amazing job taika did a great job of showing how ridiculous nazis were yep so stupid um all right uh queen of slim did two reviews one with me and bossy one by myself uh 11 comments on the solo review now luckily these aren't all very long so let's go through them Brooklyn Shubay says, thanks for working during this holiday weekend. Like the solo reviews. Are you going to see Knives Out? It was a funny mystery. The ensemble cast worked really well together. And Daniel Craig was cooling it up real good. I do want to see that. I can't believe I still haven't seen that yet. That is I'm totally surprised you me. ain't seen it yet either. Maybe I'll have to go see it by myself or whatever. I think I was waiting for us to be able to see it together. But between the, the games and yeah. all the stuff, we haven't really had time. But um if i if, yeah if, if you get a time and i'm at work you can go ahead okay yeah um and i was hoping we would get a screener for it too but we didn't sim simmer says hey rod according to lena waste interviews james Frey pitched the original premise to her at a party but said he couldn't write it himself she doesn't mention it 
but he got kicked out of oprah's book club after it was uncovered that his million little pieces book ha is this why bossy renames that show i don't watch it has some exaggerations <laughs> lies and he is also a white guy pitching this type of story i remember oprah was so hard on him when the truth came out he pitched a black couple on an okay first date gets pulled over on their way home it escalates and the cop kill is killed in self-defense and they go on a run his credit is for bringing her the idea but she says she changed the title and the story to make it take it in a different direction but credit's fray for giving her the idea i hope this doesn't come off as too well actually it didn't sim simma i couldn't speak right after the movie ended i had special previews because i attended a screening which it which included the blackest swag bag ever complete with black owned beauty products for skin body hair edge brush and a little bottle of hennessy i didn't get what i was expecting but it was so much better so beautiful and complex and intimate without even getting their names slim calls to his dad undid me but i couldn't cry until the next day because i saw on edge throughout the movie they weren't criminals so they did so many amateur things so so many feels uh that i just need to see it again even though it will hurt well i'm glad you enjoyed it i'm glad it worked for you man i, I you know um i i think there's a like this is one of those movies where i could see how people could love it and i could see how people could hate it mm-hmm. and i unfortunately i just was kind of in the middle on it you know i wasn't like offended by it i wasn't angry at lena Waithe. i don't feel lied to or betrayed but i don't know i just felt like the movie didn't quite do it for me sim sim also goes on to say totally agree about the very awkward choices in the story but i was hypnotized by seeing the trauma bonding with black characters while the internet made a whole story up about them like the movie my comments are too long but i clearly need to call a friend to chat more well i'll tell you what it's a great movie to discuss i think a lot of people um uh have been talking about the film and that's Mm -hmm. cool um i'm not i i only saw the interviews after the movie and i'm not sure it set out to accomplish what lena way did wanted it to accomplish um but people did go see it and then the other thing too that's kind of weird to me and i hate to be this cynical and i hope i'm just being too cynical and i'm wrong but it felt like a lot of the stuff with lena way she covers in this blackness in her promotion of it and her talking of it but then the execution of it doesn't always uphold the blackness that she's promoting and i and i know for a fact that you know when people were being very critical of the movie and the ending there were some people she like actually literally reached out to and talked to like you know i know mad skills is on his instagram being like you know i can't believe two black women did this this is terrible i can't believe y'all would treat our trauma this way blah 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 and then she literally called him on the phone and they talked and then he put another post up kind of apologizing and and saying how you know he gets it now or whatever and so i know that you know she might have some rabbit ears on or she might be hearing some of the things because people were very over the top with, with their, their opinions sp- right. and many of them because she is in community and accessible were like reaching out to her and and like saying shit so all right uh prof Corey says trauma bonding is not a lo- trauma bonding not a love story that's exactly it thank you for the clarity and yes i wanted to like the creative choices because i know creating is hard work but you're so right about splicing the sex scene with this nonsensical protest shooting yeah i yeah i like i don't know what the messaging was 
classic r&b lover says dear rod i love your solo review of queen of slim it catching me it catching everything i was feeling that made me say it wasn't a bad movie but i did not like the movie and i know i will never rewatch or recommend this film daniel kaluuya jody turner smith bokeem woodbine and india moore were great but they could not say this mess that was this movie i wanted to understand the driving forces behind this film so i listened to lena waith and melina masuka's interview on the read sadly the interview made me shake my head hearing lena say that slim was mlk and queen was malcolm and they flipped roles by the film's end and that she didn't want sympathetic officers you mean like the seemingly decent black cop who gets killed by the kid or the black cop who facilitates queen and slim's escape being cut to the to the film yeah i don't understand yeah i just messaging wise i don't know i just don't know it was all over the place the continued insistence that the film is a love story when i agree that we saw trauma bonding not a couple in love is baffling listen a lot of these niggas can't don't know what love is and that's mm. really the truth yeah like yeah, i've seen people, people i've seen people talking about like glorifying it as this beautiful love story and i think a lot of that's because of the promotion right she's telling you it's a love story so right. you, if you love the movie or you want to defend it from all the people that are upset then you're gonna say it's a love story as well me personally man that ain't i don't think that's love you know i, I think they didn't even like each other they trauma bonded because they was on the run for their lives and they fucked one time and they died together because they knew he was dying they, they like, i don't think that's necessarily love um but at the same time i do understand the allegory and the uh poet the poetry of a movie saying black life is always under attack in america and we don't get a chance to really be free and love and Mm-mm. you know we've always been in trauma so all you know a lot of black love is trauma and bonding over trauma and you know it could be that poetic and mean all that to somebody and so that's why i'm not trying to definitively be like this shit is terrible because i'm like i can see if you take a poetic license with the movie and say i'm not gonna uh treat it as a literal telling of a story but more of a poetic like statement on blackness in america i can see you you know like feeling that way um anyway uh when i agree that what we saw was trauma bond and not a couple in love is baffling can't wait to hear the review of by cps i don't know if you plan to see knives out but you might enjoy it it is a must it is a let's see must rider mystery that incorporates humor into a story i do want to see it and i think you had suggested it earlier so uh forest yeah this is definitely a movie that doesn't hold up well to scrutiny i'm still trying to figure out why queen as a defense attorney made the choices she made she wasn't just a rando dealing with a cop as a defense attorney she should have been much better at de-escalating that further i can't think of any defense attorney that would be like we need to run and if they were like that they'd be a better call saul ass mofo with mad underworld connects jody turner smith did the best she could with it but the woo but woo they gave her a precious little to work with yeah uh i'll say this too far as um you know and i hate that um they gave us the vision that they thought and that's fine but in my mind there's another movie here that i will that i think i could still watch this premise and that would be if they show her losing that court case uh because it starts with her at dinner talking about having a bad day because she basically somebody got the death penalty that she was defending in court if they gave us a little more detail about that you know what i mean like show us her you know show us like give us more about why she's giving up and why she's decided ain't no justice in court we just gotta run like give us that why she's so militant um because i don't feel like we ever truly got that even with her own uncle that she uh defended in court and after he killed her mom like it just didn't feel like 
they gave her the motivations that would say i'm gonna take this stranger black man i don't really like was never gonna go on a second date with and throw my whole life away and she's the one who got shot like you could have made just as di- a different movie obviously but you could like i she could have made this the choice of just like well you know what i'm gonna actually um defend this black man in court or something and that'd be a whole different movie but you know she was the one who got shot like it, you know anyway that said none of my issues with the film had to do with the performances or the aesthetic they almost all go back to the story i don't understand it was being built as a love story or the meditation on blackness it was too shallow to be any of that i definitely wonder how much of a rewrite lena did because initially i thought the shy was all her then the ish got iffy that story changed yeah i wondered the reception were different if it would change here as well oh and did on checking out knives out dan craig was doing some great a kentucky fried cooning in that shit it's so much fun <laughs> Uh, it was a great palate cleanser after seeing this rego 1819 says like the movie three out of five is probably spot on in my opinion it kind of felt like it was two different movies this message of how our heroes are just regular people trying to live lives while regular people pick up their stories especially online the second story being about trauma bonding or the forcing of a romantic story where it shouldn't be that said definitely a story to tell here maybe if they hadn't sold it as bonnie and clyde story with which messed up my expectation p.s love the solo reviews just as much as the two people reviews keep up the great work i will thank you um yeah man i really think if you're gonna say it's bonnie and clyde then you do make people want to like look at the chase you know give us a villain and you have to show them turn yeah that i just can't believe they that they didn't i my you know i'll never be able to confirm this but my personal belief is somewhere in that script they had them doing ill shit and and turning into the evil people that needed to be put down because if not the rest of the movie just doesn't make sense the scene with the kid killing the cop because he's inspired by them doesn't make fucking sense unless they actually was on like out here doing wild shit because the kid would have like that's not what they promoted and when they talked to him they didn't promote that you just i don't know kim doc says this is the worst first and last date ever yeah that was the biggest <laughs> the biggest plot hole in the movie was that nobody would let a man drive them home from a first date that went that bad i cannot believe that lasted six days on the run from the police on the other hand i can absolutely believe that although they were heroes to black people they came across yet seemingly down ass nigga in the trailer for the reward for their bounty there were so many great th- through lines and yet so many points where i was like yo what the hell how did they leave their car with absolutely no money at all i love the intimacy between jody and daniel jody and india bokeem and everybody just awesome oh yeah also if you guys like my review on this i was on medium popcorn and they reviewed it too and i don't know if it's out yet but if you're a fan of medium popcorn uh i was on there talking about it turk says hi guys lena really got my ass i thought queen of slim were gonna get away at the end then we would have been set up for a sequel about the lives of sexy international fugitives or the alternative mm. would be to let them live and have michael b jordan play a lawyer trying to get their conviction overturned <laughs> in the feel good summer movie of 2020 i learned my lesson though i will never be optimistic about the ending of a movie like this again because those deaths hurt like a motherfucker peace hurt yeah man and i think it's however you feel about that last part is really what determines how you feel about this movie yeah this, that's what it sound like yeah if you were mad that she killed them people then you ain't gonna like the movie yeah 
Anzie Davis says, I watched this train wreck of a movie. I was more traumatized, quote unquote, by this than Harriet. It should have been called What Happens When You Do Things Out of Loneliness. <laughs> a third of the, <laughs> uh, I third seeing the Knives Out, seeing uh, Knives Out it was a great palate cleanser after watching Queen of Slim. Did we know why we called them Queen of Slim? I don't remember if anyone says their name. No, we don't know why. It like literally because the title of the film is Queen of Slim. That's the only way we would know that. It never comes up in the movie. Mm. <sighs> like you never go through the nicknames and nothing like no history behind that, huh? No, I like just as a basic script. There was just some failings here, but like I said, it's not to me. It's not a terrible movie, and it's just not. I'm not traumatized by it. It's just it just felt all over the place. I shouldn't like this movie, says Saint La Agni. The ending is a miss. The terrible sex protest juxtaposition scene is bad, and other parts are pretty heavy-handed. That being said, Queen of Slim exceeds with Daniel Kaluuya, Jodie Turner-Smith, and Bokeem Woodbine. Solid direction by Melina Masukas. Sublime cinematography and is decently paced. I do agree with you that for a movie like this, they would have been better off robbing banks, which doesn't just give the talent more to play off of, but more for Melina and the writer Lena Waithe to do uh, behind the scenes. Sure, the movie has stakes already, but it could have had even more yeah like they could have robbed banks because they needed the money to get out of the country right you know what i'm saying something like that and then maybe you end up having to kill a cop in one of those scenarios where it's just you know like it's him or us anyway character development is lacking here as well as daniel jody and even bokeem for the most part is well developed well other characters played by chloe savigne flea india more just there i felt i still feel the same way i felt about it two weeks ago but the complaints about this film is fair and valid i like it but it could have been great yeah for some people i think it's more infuriating to them to watch a film that they felt could have been great as opposed to just a, a, a just a flat out like there was nothing to see here film uh and then i got comments with my review with bossy um this is by oh man i hope i pronounce this right uh oh norbase okay cool cool you wrote it at the bottom norbase hey rod and karen i'm not usually a person who writes comments but i felt so strongly about this particular movie i thought i would leave a comment go easy on me please although i thought this movie was beautifully shot and absolutely gorgeous in scenery and reminded me of how beautiful the south is how beautiful black culture is i felt like i was gaslighted by the internet and the previews about this movie i appreciate y'all's comments about this it's not a love story because it's not i'm not sure the characters even know each other's last names and i'm a bit concerned that so many of us don't know what love is that we confuse going through the traumatic event and bonding because of that event with falling slash being in love there are so many of us who are in toxic relationships not limited to romantic because we confuse a shared trauma as being in love Mm, you said that Mm -hmm. second when i saw that child pull a gun on a police officer and shoot him in the head i let out an audible gas i still don't understand that scene and hoping that one day waith will give us a bit more insight on what was the intention of that scene and why it was juxtaposed to the sex scene it felt i felt all that scene did was reinforce that our children are dangerous and that black lives matter is radicalizing them into sociopathic stone cold killers ready to die for the cause yeah doing it at a protest it just didn't make sense like you said if they would have done some other things right and i really do think that i personally think with me not seeing the movie that they actually filmed a completely different movie and just Mm -hmm. chopped it to hell and this was the end product i do not believe if this was a white or even just a non-black writer woke twitter would be letting that slide absolutely and that's one of the reasons i i hate to say it sounds so cynical 
but that's one of the reasons that i really wholeheartedly believe that lena wave and them put the full court press on the blackness of the promotion of this movie it's blackity black 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 we want a black outlets we're pushing the blackness in our interviews we're talking we're gonna keep bringing up all the che- boxes we checked that you know it's lgbtq it's black it's black women and they're just gonna keep pushing that because i honestly do feel if this was a white person making the same fucking movie not a single scene change black people would be fucking mad and honestly this is the kind of movie that should win an oscar according to the rules of black twitter where they say our trauma is what white black white people love black trauma well if that's the case then this shit gonna get nominated probably because that's it definitely was traumatic it's gonna get nominated lastly the film left me wondering a couple of things one have we equated a movie that moves you to tears at the end uh end of it as a good movie are we so disconnected with our own emotions that if someone makes us emote that in itself is a good thing two does lena wave have anyone around her that is pushing her to do her best work it makes me think of ta-nehisi coates and how his editor still pushing to do his best work and still know when to say nah this ain't cooked enough yet you need to go back and try again which is why he is still pushing out quality writing in spite of his flame his fame and three is this is it time to call privately and respectfully some of the folks that are using activism as a marketing tool but are not really wanting and willing to do the work necessary for black liberation for lack of a better word if this movie was marketed as a fictional tale of these two black folks in a terrible situation instead of a movie that has the intention to make a statement about the state of affairs we see every day i would have gave it a lot more grace on the plot i think all three questions i mean obviously i can't answer them you know that's up to individuals Mm -hmm. but i will try to 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 answer to somewhat number one i do think people feel like if you move them to tears uh in a lot of cases good but in this case i'm not sure a lot of the people who are upset with this movie and don't like it were also moved to tears at the end they just felt it wasn't earned and they felt that it was kind of cruel number two does she have people around her i can't possibly know people pushing her to do her best work um you know only she knows that and three and also like with a film like this that's one of the problems with hollywood being so white who gonna check her you know some white person because it's like they don't know it's like only another black person higher up could even tell her like you sure you want to do this and also like the the thing i liked about her exchange with maskill and i exchanged with whatever maskills posted on instagram after she contacted him was he said he made a song called black men don't cheat this year and he knew it would be controversial he knew people wouldn't like it and he did it anyway because he's an artist and sometimes you push boundaries and that's what lena decided to do you might not have to agree with it or like it i mean that's the point of pushing a boundary but uh you know i i I mean that's what she wanted to do obviously and as far as um calling out people for um using activism as a marketing tool man i don't know the rules on that shit i don't know it's all over the place this is why i stay out of the activist sphere because i don't know what's okay and what's not and the rules change all the time all the time if they like you it's cool if they don't it's cool we have activists that like us but i still have to keep my distance because i don't fucking know the rules and literally just one day you could be cool some shit changes and now you you ain't shit to people i've seen it happen over and over again and then when you throw in the dislike and the petty jealousies and the envy and all this stuff like the game is is cold as fuck it's just done for what's supposed to be good reasons 
anyway that was a lot hit there my apologies for being so long-winded any grammar mishaps stay warm nor they say thank you thank you lastly Amon says hey y'all really enjoyed your solo review ride and this one with bossy it was really fun hearing y'all tiptoe around this movie so you wouldn't get canceled shaking my head but i feel you y'all think bossy was uh really a worry that's like you know of pissing people off or whatever but you know just talking to bossy over the weeks since i mean she didn't like this movie and it really affected her in a deep way and that's her truth and i don't you know like i said i'm not trying to take away anybody's thing if you fucking Mm -hmm. love this movie it's a love letter it's a poem blah 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 cool i'm not gonna try to argue you out of it but i can kind and i can kind of see it you know but i can also kind of see why people would feel the opposite i had no intention to see this movie so it was affirming when you both confirmed that what i thought of this movie was going to be i knew from the trailer that this wasn't for me it definitely wasn't going to be the love story that some folks were saying it was going to be some folks being lena and melina uh i'll wait for Issa Issa in the photograph even though she looks like she's gonna be trying to overcome her mommy issues but i could deal with that too many women on my timeline felt tricked into seeing this movie and were appalled that a black woman would write a film like this listen trying to tell you man something i really woke up to this year the last couple years these motherfuckers hiding behind these monikers of you know like this unifying like black girl magic this that and the other it's like it's not always it don't always work out the way they claim because anyone can claim that anyone can claim there's no litmus test on who gets to claim blackness and black womanness and stuff and sometimes they lead people right off a fucking cliff like lemmings and they be the one you know the call coming from inside the house like you are doing somebody dirty right now and i think uh brands and uh some of these influencers have found out the power of that shit and they're using it you know they're literally using it again they don't believe this shit they don't Mm -hmm. follow these tenants they don't have these values but they know i get a built-in fan base if i just say the right woke phrases and people do run right behind that shit and they go oh yeah this is a good person and they'll and because of what they're doing and the words they're using people will defend them to the death whether the evidence is there or not and i think that's very fucking dangerous um from y'all's review it sounds like woke black twitter a film woke black twitter wrote love y'all Amon. yeah i think uh i don't know uh i think i think it was a i think a lot of people are making this a state but it's a film that kind of was scared of black twitter but every time you're scared of black twitter you just end up pissing them off anyway yeah you do their default is to be pissed off so make the art that you believe in and somebody will it'll find an audience if it's good you know but i that's my thing make the art you believe in don't trying to please these niggas these unpleasable ass it's all too like you know i saw a youtube video where a person was calling the movie fat phobic and shit and i'm it's like yeah it didn't matter what the, the movie's literally called queen and slim um and this person's whole youtube was like i'm about to destroy this movie like there wasn't a movie lena wave could have made that would have made that person happy so Agreed. so like you don't don't do it they're gonna move the bar and find a way to hate it anyway so just make a good movie all right that's it for all the comments whoo that was a lot uh karen thank you for sitting through that because i know a lot of those comments were just for me oh no that's fine um and uh yeah we'll be back with another movie review soon i know me and justin have several in the queue so uh thank you guys for listening until next time peace peace